0: In halfway to Lynn Haven, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Nashville Anthems, Dissecting 80s and 90s Country Music. This is a podcast that picks up the individual songs played on satellite radio's 80s and 90s country station, then lays them back down, hoping to have contributed something toward an overall understanding of why this era and genre seemed to work so particularly well. Today, we return to Alabama and their 1982 number one hit, Take Me Down. So before you go any further, if you haven't already, I invite you to pause me now and give Alabama's Take Me Down a few close listens. I also encourage you to listen to the original version of this song by the band Exile, because Alabama's version is very similar. I would say more similar to the original than any other cover song we've covered so far on Nashville Anthems. So it'd be good to have at least heard that one before we dive into the likely more familiar Alabama version. Also, let me give this kind of soft warning. Parents, if you're listening with kids who may not need to hear an explanation of a song that deals with the subject matter implied by a name like Take Me Down, this would be a good time to turn this one off and come back to it another time. This song is explicit enough to make Conway Twitty proud, so I need to do the song justice in order to do that. I can't really avoid that topic myself. So with all that said, let's get into it, and we'll start by giving credit where credit is due, courtesy of my friend and yours, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Alabama released Take Me Down in 1982 as the second single from their sixth studio album, Mountain Music. Mountain Music, which succeeded the album "Feels So Right, incidentally, which housed our previous Alabama selection, Love in the First Degree. Mountain Music's other singles were two other classics, the title track, of course, and Close Enough to Perfect. So while it was only a year earlier, if Love in the First Degree felt like pretty early Alabama, arguably Take Me Down is more like Alabama in their prime. At any rate, it's certainly close enough to perfect for me. Now, it's worth noting that Alabama's next album was 1983's The Closer You Get, because the single The Closer You Get has much in common with Take Me Down. And I realize I've already kind of scooped myself on this tidbit, but both are actually covers of songs by the band Exile. Did anyone else have no clue about that? It's true. Both appear on Exile's 1980 album, Don't Leave Me This Way, also known as Keeping It Country. Moreover, both songs were written by Exile members J.P. Pennington and Mark Gray. So, were Exile going country, or were Alabama going rock and roll? I guess you'd be the judge, but the undeniable fact here is that in both cases, Alabama's version was far more popular, so that makes Take Me Down, and the closer you get whenever it comes up, fair game for us to tackle, based on my subjective rules anyway. Well, finally, let's round out the credits, because production is a key part of this song's identity, at least in my ear and credited producers are the band themselves and longtime Alabama producer Harold Shedd. Well, now let's get into the song itself and work through what at least I'm hearing in Take Me Down that makes the song what it is. Well, first, let me start by saying I am hearing much the same context and influence on Alabama's Take Me Down that we explored on Love in the First Degree, along with some additional influences that we'll touch on as we go. We still have the blend of outlaw country and southern rock grit on the one hand with Kenny Rogers style 80s pop country and Randy Owens warm Rogers-esque lead vocals on the other. We went fairly deep into those ideas in the Love in the First Degree episode, so I won't do it again here. But suffice it to say, that's all in the background of everything else we're going to explore about this song. We didn't really talk about another possible influence in the Love in the First Degree episode, and it's maybe debatable how much of it. There was in that song, but it's clearly present in "Take Me Down," and that's the influence of '70s California rockers, The Eagles, a band that regularly pops up and naturally pops up when we talk about Vince Gill. It's probably worth noting here, it's similar to something I said about "Boot Scoot, and Boogie," with the Beatles as my example there, that the influence of a band as prominent as the Eagles in the '70s really can't help but be present in pretty much everything that happened in the 80s. In other words, the influence is so deep that picking out concrete examples almost minimizes it. And you win this round, Jennifer. I'll get into a less tangible element of potential Eagles influence on Take Me Down in a moment, but at a minimum, we have to acknowledge the very concrete example, nonetheless, of the highly Eagles-esque ooze at the end of the song, an element that's unique to Alabama's version of Take Me Down. Take me down tonight the characteristics of this song. Well, no sense beating around the bush. Far more than any other song we've covered on Nashville anthems to this point, Take Me Down is a sexy song. Now you're not going to make me prove that by quoting any lyrics, are you? You know I mentioned in the intro that Take Me Down is explicit enough to have made Conway Twitty proud. Well, I have no idea what Conway Twitty actually thought about this song, but that it follows in his tradition is pretty undeniable. Need some evidence? As I put my arms around you, I can tell you've never been this far before. I see the want to in your eyes. Well it's a redneckin' law making night. You want a man with the soul hand, hey. you want a love the touch. I want to hold you before I make love to you. I'll come right out and tell you i just love to lay you down. Nor are Alabama a stranger to this subject elsewhere in their catalog. Hold me close and love me Pressure so bad. the longer i'm with you the deeper and deeper in love i fall you got the moves you move me so much you got the touch Share our hearts, our souls, and our minds. So are you hearing the commonality in all this? We seem to have hit on a potential country theme to keep our eyes open for going forward. It's this. 80s country music follows a trajectory from at least the 70s of approaching the perhaps awkward topic of sex from a pretty adult angle. In other words, the point of view of mature, grown-up people in mature, grown-up relationships. And here's where I see some touch points with other less sexually charged songs that we've covered before. Alan Jackson's Living on Love and his I'll Try being great examples, along with Vince Gill's Look at Us. This is grown-up love, and these are mature, long-term relationships. So 80s and 90s country music seems often to explore various aspects of real life life long-term romance and what that looks like. Whether it's looking back and taking inventory of the whole thing, as in look at us, powering through some particular controversy like an I'll try, or enjoying a specific aspect of this long-term relationship, as in take me down. So it's not just that this song is sexy, or that Conway Twitty's music before and after it was also sexy, is that this music seems to look at sex as a particular element of real-life, grown-up relationships. And that fits. That fits probably the overarching topic that we've seen come up in our exploration of 80s and 90s country music. That what these songs like to do is look at a particular relatable thing from a specific angle fleshed out by specific relatable details. Even sometimes in doing that, touching on otherwise awkward or taboo subjects like Take Me Down does. That's enough on the lyrical theme of Take Me Down. Let's talk more about it musically because this song is highly crafted. It's meticulously arranged. And not that the Eagles were the only band to do this, but this is something they are known for. And I do hear Eagles' influence in the thoughtfulness of how this song was put together. So on that note, let's look specifically at the instrumentation and at the harmonic complexity of Take Me Down. So as usual with 80s and 90s country music, there are a lot of instruments here. I'll just highlight a few. Get this very punchy electric rhythm guitar that sounds very much of its time. There's also a fair amount of piano in this track, both acoustic and electric. It's also played in a style similar to an organ or even a steel guitar, though it doesn't ring as much as those two instruments as we discussed. But nonetheless, it lays more of a harmonic pad layer than it does contribute to the rhythm of the song. In your loving arms And everything's gonna be all right You're the one who took my hand All that, again, an idea and a composition very much of its time. When i met you there was peace on now alabama also adds an acoustic guitar that doesn't show up in exile's version again carefully placed it's not the stereotypically country acoustic rhythm guitar that just kind of strums up down up down throughout the song but rather it punches a couple of specific minor chords during vocal breaks at the beginning of the chorus Take me down. And that's really it. The acoustic guitar shows up there and nowhere else. Now, there's that eagles like meticulous song craft that I mentioned the sort of restraint it takes to insert an instrument to highlight specific points in the song and not kind of gratuitously put it in other places where it's not really performing a strong function like that. So, speaking of guitars, we don't want to overlook the killer lead guitar hook that permeates the intro of Take Me Down, as well as the turnarounds and the song's long outro. They sneak a little bit of that in there, southern rock and country style, among the fairly firmly pop-oriented rest of the instrumental track. Besides, of course, that sparing acoustic guitar. Well, finally, instrumentally, we have to mention the strings. Y'all know I'm not a fan of strings generally, but in 1982, you were hardly going to avoid them on a romantic song like this. And I will say that I think they are far less intrusive on Take Me Down than they were on Love in the First Degree, even if I would argue they still feel a little gratuitous. We know that it's feeling better Every time we get together Take me down and love me all night long Hold me close and make me strong Take me down So that's a couple of notes on the instrumental songcraft and the meticulous instrumental arrangement. We're really going to talk about the harmonic complexity also. So let's get into that, because this song is on a different planet musically from some of those songs we compared it to lyrically like Alan Jackson's Three Chord, Living on Love, and I'll Try. Thematically, Take Me Down is in their same universe, but musically, Alabama and moreover, Exile, are doing something completely different here, something much closer to the jazz, R&B-influenced, blue-eyed 70s and 80s soul of Ronnie Millsap. Chord-wise, the song goes to interesting and unexpected places really all throughout. Now, let me be clear here. More chordal complexity does not equate to better country music, nor does more chordal simplicity, for that matter. If you're bringing that question to country music, I would argue that you're really not bringing a helpful one. In my opinion, it's far better to ask what each song is doing and how its chords and other elements contribute to that song's goal and that song's theme, which, of course, that's exactly what we're trying to do here on Nashville Anthems. So Three Chords and the Truth were perfect for those two Alan Jackson songs I mentioned, a point I think we developed in each of those episodes at length. But a bit more harmonic pizzazz makes sense and Take Me Down. And we'll get into why that is. But before we get into the why, let's talk about the what. What is going on here harmonically? Well, short of cording out the whole song for you, let me pick a couple of places and highlight. And I'll say, we did something similar on Love in the First Degree. I'm going to say not coincidentally, though I'd never really considered this aspect of Alabama's music until this podcast invited me to do so. And that's why I'm doing it. Okay. First example, we might as well talk about major sevenths on the 4 chord, right? Clearly a defining feature of at least this Millsap, Warner, Gill, Alabama flavor of 80s and 90s country music. And throw Colin Ray in there, too, while you're at it. You know, I'm thinking, too, as we get into more Little Texas, I think we're going to find it there as well. But we'll see. Now, Take Me Down is in the key of C. So the 4 chord is an F chord, F major. And the major 7th of an F chord is the note E. So you have the F chord with this note added, and that's an F major 7th chord. And We hear these throughout the song. It's in the lead guitar hook that I mentioned earlier, which is often echoed by the acoustic piano. It's this. Those notes are D, E, C. And that DEC is over an F chord, F over C chord more specifically. In other words, an F chord with the bass note as a C. Similar to what we saw with the D flat over A flat chords in love in the first degree. So the note E in that DEC pattern is the major seventh. Actually, the D is a sixth. We've talked about the functional similarity between sixth and seventh chord degrees before. So I won't dwell on that this time, but you can see how once again we find ourselves in that Millsap Warner Gill camp, right? Well that F major seventh also pops up at the end of the chorus, right here. Take me down tonight. Hear that? So the chordal instruments, specifically that electric and acoustic piano, as well as the electric rhythm guitar that I talked about, all hit on a standard F chord, the penultimate lyrical line Take me down. Then they roll up to add a major seventh right before the last line. Take me down tonight, while the vocal high harmony follows suit. Take me down. Take me down tonight. And all this, along with some of those instruments we talked about, gives a little extra richness to a song that wants to be thick, even lush, intimate, and enveloping. By the way, I didn't even mention the bridge where the highest melody note rings out that major seventh over a four chord as we've now seen many times in this country camp, if you will. You don't have to stay forever Let's just put our hearts together Okay, second example of the harmonic complexity of Take Me Down. Toward the end of the chorus, we have a couple of rapid-fire walk-ups and walk-downs in the bass line and chord progression. It's this part. This man who lives inside of me Take me down and love me all night long. Hold me close and make me strong. Take me down. Hear that? The walk up is under the line, lives inside of me, and the beginning of the next line, take me down. The chord changes on every beat, and it's this progression. It's D minor, C over E, F, G, to the tonic C. This man who lives inside of me, take me down and love me. Tons of movement there. It's the chorus's climax, everything rapidly climbing, pulsing, building toward the satisfying resolution on that tonic C chord. Pretty appropriate for the subject matter, right? Then after the climax, you get the falling action of walking back down from that climactic C chord, this time changing every two beats over the lines, take me down and love me all night long, hold me close, walking down from C to G over B to A minor. There's a curveball in the next chord, though, under the line, make me strong, instead of going to the expected G chord, or C over G chord, which would have continued the walk down. Rather, it jumps down to an E minor before getting back on track, landing on that F chord that ends the chorus that we talked about a moment ago. So the whole progression is C, G over B, A minor, E minor, F. Take me down and love me all night long. Hold me close and make me strong. Down. So you have that post-climactic fall, and you put it all together, walking up and down. It's D minor, C over E, F, G, C, G over B, A minor, E minor, F, F major seventh, and resolving to C. This man who lives inside of me, take me down and love me all night long. Hold me close and make me strong. Take me down. Take me down tonight. And you can hear how that makes again musical sense for what this song is talking about, right? The rise, the climax, then the fall, and all predictable and comfortable while in some ways still yet dynamic and exciting. And there's too much Hank Hill in me and not enough Conway Twitty for me to be more explicit than that. So where songs like Living on Love and Look at Us were about a romantic steady state, weathering the highs and lows, Take Me Down is about a particular romantic high. So Take Me Down" specifically different thematic approach invites a very different musical approach, and that's what we're seeing on the song. So with that, let's lay this one down, and let's take a look at what we'll be taking up on the next episode of Nashville Anthems. To that end, I'm going to pull up Satellite Radio's 80s and 90s country station right now and see what's playing. The song is Brad Paisley. The song called He Didn't Have to Be. That's a nice tune. I look forward to getting to that one with you in two weeks. Until then, you can write me at meltonmcmainerberry at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram or Facebook under Nashville Anthems. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. to lie down.